0: Welcome to The $100 MBA Show, your personal business gym where you pump knowledge to get your six-pack of success with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zinholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today, you will learn how to utilize ROI pricing or return on investment pricing. This is a great way to price a particular kind of product that we'll talk about today. So let's get down to business. Okay, ROI pricing. First, let's talk about ROI. ROI is short for return on investment. So when somebody says, what's your ROI? That means how much return are you getting on what you invest? So if I invest a dollar and I am able to get a return of $2, then my ROI is a dollar, right? So the difference is a dollar. So, with ROI pricing, you're positioning your product to say, hey, you're going to get more money out of this product than you've actually paid for. So, say for example, I was selling an ebook on using Photoshop or graphic design for $30. The ebook was $30. And those skills that I learned would allow me to charge $40 an hour to be a graphic designer to get started. So the first hour of work I got would pay for the ebook and then some. I would make even a profit. I would make a $10 profit. So positioning your product in the sales process as an ROI or pricing it based on ROI can really help sales because people could see the big picture. Your customers can see that you're not buying the actual pages on the book. You're not actually buying, you know, oh, a PDF document. You're actually buying what it can enable you to do, what opportunities it can open up for you, how much money you can make. So with ROI pricing, it's all about seeing the product as an investment. So the customer is seeing the product as an investment. They're saying, hey, I'm going to invest in this product because it will get me more money. So this particularly works with informational products. Informational products help people or teach people things, so therefore they can use those skills and be able to earn money with them. For example, there's a site called treehouse.com, which sells a membership to their training programs on how to code. They teach different coding languages, HTML and Ruby on Rails and things like that. So people that join Treehouse, they say to themselves, hey, if I can learn how to code within six months, how much is six months worth of you know, uh, training at at Treehouse, they do the math and they say, okay, I'm going to pay this much money, but when I get my first client, I can charge, you know, just as much or more. So ROI pricing is very, very utilized in Treehouse. They really talk about You can become a real programmer and charge money and get a job um, or freelance with our skills. And that's a really great model whenever you have informational-based products or training-based products. Another example of this in the physical world or in the physical business space is yoga training. You know, a lot of yoga trainers train other people to become trainers. So once you become a certified yoga trainer, you could be a trainer yourself and charge other people uh, for your classes. You can give yoga classes, you can work at a studio, you can start your own business, you can do your own thing online even, uh, now that you're a certified yoga trainer. So you're paying an amount of money to become a trainer as an investment. You're seeing it as an investment. I'm going to pay this much money. Uh, It seems a little bit expensive on the surface, but I'm having a long-term view. I can make this money back in a short amount of time once I start accepting clients. So please keep this in mind if you have an informational product. Now, what if you don't have an informational product? What if you have like a physical product? Let's say, for example, you have clothing. Say, for example, you're in a men's clothing line uh, and you want to sell you know, designer suits. You know, you still can use ROI pricing. Your suit may be expensive, but the suit may score you a great job in an interview. You know, you can market that way. You can say, hey, listen, you need to look sharp on your interview, you need to dress to impress, all that stuff. And it gives the customer a reason to buy. The suit, because they realize this is a good investment. If I buy the suit, the chances of me, um, of course, it's for your skills in the interview and everything like that, but it doesn't hurt. And it does influence people when you look the part. That's what they always say in in fashion or they look in fashion marketing. They say, you have to look the part. You have to make sure that if you want to look professional, then you better dress professionally. So um, that's a good way to use ROI pricing is saying, hey, you know, get the suit, look good for your interview, score that interview, impress people. This also could be used for other kind of products like software or uh, machinery or computers or industrial machinery for like kitchens, for restaurants. These products, these uh, tools can help you earn more money in your business because they're more efficient, they're more energy efficient, because they will be able to streamline your process, you could take in more customers. All these things can use ROI pricing to make sure the customer understands that their return on investment is going to be a good one. All right, guys, just to wrap up, ROI pricing is all about positioning your product or service as an investment for your customer. Make sure they understand that you're going to make a whole lot more money than what you're paying for for this product or service uh, once you've made the investment. Guys, thank you so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. You can show your support by giving us an iTunes rating and review. You can easily learn how to do this at 100mba.net slash show. By giving us an iTunes rating and review, iTunes gives us more exposure, and that way we can reach more people to listen to our show and and benefit from what we're doing here at the $100 MBA. Here's a review from Jenny on the road. She says, super, five stars. This is what has been missing from the world of podcasts. Thank you, Omar and Nicole. The format is fantastic with lessons that build on each other. Guest teachers and recommended reading. I especially appreciate how the lessons are short and focused so you really can manage the information that you're given. Thank you, Jenny. That's a great review and thank you so much for your support of the show. And that's exactly what we're trying to do is get as much value as possible in a short amount of time. We know that everybody's busy. Uh, We also want you to have time to do the things that you're learning on the show so uh, you can implement and, and build and grow. Guys, I want to leave you with this. Often when we're starting a business, we get a lot of people that will bring us down a lot of people are going to hate a lot of people are going to say you know what are you doing you know why don't you just focus on you know being a better employee or whatever you want to do there's nothing wrong with being an employee that's great and some of my best friends uh are not entrepreneurs and 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 that's perfect because that's what they want in their life but when you're trying to make a transition a lot of people are going to say you know they're going to question it they're going to say what are you doing this is risky what's going on Yes, it's risky, you know, no one said it wasn't, but try your best to remind yourself and remind them as well that, you know, you need to try something, you need to do something different, you want to build something. Try to sell them on the idea, you know, because if you could sell your friends and family on the idea, you know, it's a good practice. You can sell your customers, you could tell your customers why what you're doing is important and why why it's needed in the world. So don't get so bogged down, you're going to get people that are kind of like roll their eyes and things like that but let us slide. Part of being a great entrepreneur is being able to deal with adversity and deal with people that, you know, don't love what you do. And and that's okay because you're not for everybody. All right, guys. I can't wait to catch you in the next episode. So take care until then. Bye-bye.